Hello there. I thought it was about time I added another episode to my podcast, Once a Dagger, Always a Dagger. It has been a bit too long since the last one, but uh, due to circumstances beyond my control, there's had to be a bit of a delay, but uh, I think now's the time for a new one. Um, Now, I was thinking, what could I make this one about? And I'm thinking, well, obviously, it's just coming up to Christmas time. Everyone likes a Christmas quiz. Uh, Christmas is a season of goodwill. So I thought I'd do a quiz uh, with one question from each season that Dagnum and Redbridge have been playing. This is actually our 30th season uh, as Dagnum and Redbridge, starting from 92-93. So there's going to be one question uh, from each of those seasons. Some of them are a bit obscure, so you might have to be a bit of a anorak, like I clearly am. Um, and some of them are not so hard. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the questions and then on another episode I will drop some clues in. If you want to go to that you could have a listen to the clue for that particular one if you need a bit of help. And on another uh, episode I shall give the answers. So I'll publish it all in one go so that all three little segments will be available in one go if you do it. hope you have fun doing it. Um, if you want to let me know how you get on or want to query anything or tell me I've got it wrong because I'm relying on my memory to some extent with a little bit of uh, research feel free to do so you could uh, don't know if you can send uh, messages on Spotify I've never tried or Google podcasts but you could uh, always get me on Twitter Uh, it's at Jeff J-E-F-F-765 so if you wanted to get in touch you could always um, DM me there that'd be quite good so here we go then The first question relates to our first season, 1992-93, and it seems appropriate it should relate to our first official game as Dagenham and Redbridge. So the question is, who did we play in our first game of that season? Not necessarily in the league, literally the first game, and what was the score? So 92-93, who was our first game and what was the score? For the second question, it's season 93-94. Uh, we had quite a good team in these days. We were quite attacking-minded. And we set uh, a record in the conference at that time uh, for the biggest away win. It was certainly the biggest away win of the season. And it lasted as the longest, uh, the biggest away win uh, in the conference or National League uh, for quite some time. But it's subsequently been beaten. Uh, and in fact, we managed to beat it ourselves in the reverse way by losing 9-0 at home, uh, which everyone will remember when we were on television, uh, live on Sky, and uh, we went down 9-0 at home. So that actually beat this one, but in 93-94, we did have a massive away win. So the question is, where was that win? And again, what was the score? Question number three, 94 95 season. Now when we came uh, to this season, our third one in existence, uh, things were beginning to go a little bit pear-shaped. I'm not sure if this is the time when we had a little bit of money trouble. Uh, We suffered a bit of a financial setback, uh, which ended up in court. uh, And uh, the team wasn't doing very well, and some of our better players had left. And it was all getting a bit ragged and a bit doom-laden. We were competing in the uh, FA Cup. Uh, qualifying round two, uh, that would have been round about the October 94. Uh, and we played away 
to Chesham United. I can't remember if they were in our league at the time or if they were lower league. Uh, but it was a game we actually lost 2-0. Uh, and to say it was a poor performance would be an understatement. And it was highlighted. Uh, we had a, a, One of our players was sent off. Uh, and I remember he got booed all the way to the dressing rooms. And I think that was probably just by the Dagenham fans as well, let alone the Chesham United fans. It was a terrible display, a ridiculous sending off. And it was so pathetic, it sort of summed up where we were going at the time. So the question is, what was the name of that player? Question number four, season 95-96. Now, as I said in the previous question, uh, things were beginning to go downhill. Uh, and this was actually the season, uh, the fourth season in the conference, National League. Uh, and it was one we actually got relegated. So having started in 92-93 with a team that had, I think, around about seven England non-league internationals, uh, we were a really good side then. We had some top players. Uh, just four years later, through various circumstances, we were actually uh, destined to leave the conference and things looked pretty uh, bad at the time. Uh, so our last ever game in the conference that season, 95-96, who did we play and what was the score? Question number five, season 95, sorry, 96, 97. Now, by this time, we'd uh, dropped down into the Isthmian League, having been relegated the previous season. Uh, Ted had come back with a brief to steady the ship, um, and he built together quite a, a solid side, had a good backbone of it, a good goalkeeper, Paul Goffard, a couple of good central defenders, some runners in midfield, had seemed to have a very good team spirit. Um, and we managed to get through to the FA Trophy final that season, which was a quite impressive uh, feat. Um, uh, we lost, of course, after extra time to uh, Woking, which was a bit of a disappointment. But getting to Wembley was marvellous and a great honour for Ted. Uh, he actually, um, that was a sort of probably the end of his uh, career in that sense. Uh, in, term, in terms of getting to Wembley, the, he first got there with Dagenham in 1970 and 27 years later he was taking the club back again or an incarnation of the club, uh, just a measure of what a magnificent manager he was. Now on that FA Trophy fine, uh, trophy run, we played Gloucester City in the semi-final. Uh, we drew nil-nil at home in a game where it was ridiculously windy and it ruined the whole game. Uh, and then we had to go to Gloucester uh, and we ended up uh, drawing that game two all after extra time. We nearly got knocked out, but we equalised near the end. Uh, then we went ahead in extra time, then they equalised. But uh, on balance, that was a pretty good result because uh, I was a bit fearful on the way there. So we went to a replay that was played at Slough Town. Now the question is, having got there eventually with that little bit of um, leading, uh, it's going to seem like quite an obscure question. Uh, but in the semi-final against Gloucester, the replay at Slough, who was the referee? As I say, that does sound quite an obscure question, but he was actually quite well known. More clues available if needed. Question number six. In the 97-98 season, um, we got through to the FA Cup uh, second round. Uh, we got drawn away to Peterborough United. Um, and we went up there. Um, we were in quite good form, but not outstanding. But as usual, FA Cup, 
uh, we did raise our game um, and it was a, a what I remember is an excellent game very very enjoyable we actually lost it of course 3-2 but it was still enjoyable Jimmy Quinn uh, was a bit of a threat up front for Peterborough and he scored a hat-trick and that um, helped defeat us 3-2 uh, but um, we had two goal scorers in that game and the question is going to be can you name the two goal scorers in that game so it was a Peterborough away in the FA Cup 97-98 who were our two goal scorers Question number seven, season 98-99. Not the most memorable of seasons. Uh, we competed well, had little bits of runs in cup competitions and did okay in the league, but it wasn't too outstanding, bar for one event. Uh, during that season, uh, we set a record uh, for the longest uh, minutes without conceding a goal in league games. Uh, it stretched over 14 games, beginning at Haybridge uh, and ending, of course, against our arch rivals and usually our nemesis Perfleet and the actual uh, time we we, we totaled over 1100 minutes without conceding and we passed the thousand minutes uh, in a game it was a night game uh, and uh, it was quite funny because when we passed the thousand minutes the game wasn't actually going because there's a player injured so it all come to a bit of a hot a bit of a halt and it was all quiet uh, but uh, everyone who was there from Dagenham, and there were a few there, because it did seem a bit weird unless you knew. So the question is, for question number seven, where was that record of a 1,000 minutes uh, done? What ground were we playing at at the time? Question number eight, season 99-2000. Uh, a great season for anyone who remembers. It's the year we won the Isthmian League to return back to the conference. Uh, that title was clinched uh, at Hampton in quite a memorable game where we won 3-2 and Aldershot the same day or Enfield, I can't remember who it was now, lost I think it was Aldershot, so we couldn't be caught so we were the champions, we ended that game with nine, nine players on the pitch our goalkeeper had been sent off everything seemed to conspire against us but somehow we managed to uh, come away 3-2 and it ended up clinching the league for us, uh, that was a great season, uh, we played some great football and it was the beginning of putting that team of the early uh, noughties together. Uh, our home record that season was quite spectacular. We uh, played 21 games, 42 game season. We won 20 and drew one. So the question is, in season 99-2000, who was the only draw against in a home game, spoiling an unblemished record? Question number nine, uh, season 2000-2001. Uh, now, that season was quite memorable back in the conference. We had a really good side, but we also had a cup run, which we hadn't had for a while. And we made quite a lot of national headlines because we played Charlton away in a FA Cup game. Uh, now, at the time, Charlton were in the Premier League and the non-league side had never, ever won a Premiership side. It had happened in the first division, but since the formation of the Premiership, no team had ever, no non-league team had ever won a Premiership round. And we came mighty close in that game. Uh, we didn't end up drawing one all. It went to replay, which unfortunately we lost. Uh, but they scored with a very, very lucky, deflected, dribbly sort of goal with about five minutes to go. It was a fantastic game. And anyone who was there that day will never forget it. Uh, you can probably name uh, the team quite easily because that was a very well-known team that was with us for quite a while. But can you name one of the five subs? That's the question. Name one of the five subs on the bench for Dagenham that day. Question number 10, 
season 2001, 2002, um, we had... Um, a very eventful uh, FA Cup tie, a qualifying tie against Basingstoke away. One of the most memorable games, uh, in fact, that we were two down at half-time and not particularly playing very well. And it would have been a shock if we'd have lost that game. They were from a low league. Uh, but we came back and pummeled them in the second half, scored a goal to get back in it and then carried on pummeling them and um, ended up uh, looking like we were going out. But then in the last minutes of the game, uh, we got a corner. Tony Roberts, the goalkeeper, came up and, well, you can guess what happened next. If you can't guess, you might find it hard to answer this question. But the question would be, when he came up for that corner, what record did Tony Roberts set in the FA Cup? Question number 11, season 2002-2003. Now, that was a great season. Uh, Dagenham got uh, finished in the top five in the conference, got to the um, got into the playoffs, got to the playoff final, which was held at Stoke, where we played Doncaster Rovers. Uh, now, anyone who remembers that game will remember we went two down. Then we came back into it, uh, took over. I think, I think from what I can remember, Tarkham Mustafa was our inspiration that day. He kept on driving us forward. And we got back in the game to draw two all, and it went to what would now be called extra time. But for the one and only time it's ever been done, uh, I don't quite know why it happened that year, but it did. They had a golden goal um, a decision for that match. So it was first team, if anyone in the 30 minutes, first team to score goes through. Very unfair, because if it's not you, of course, you've got no chance to have a comeback. But if, of course, it is you, you're very happy. In fact, you're delirious, as the Doncaster fans proved when Doncaster did actually get that golden goal. So my question would be, the scorer of that golden goal has a well-known son. Who's the son? Question number 12, season 2003-2004. Now, after our FA Cup runs and uh, getting to the final of um, the playoff final, we were beginning to go in slightly in the other direction. We had some new signings, hadn't quite worked out, and we were definitely not quite the force that we had been in the previous two or three years. So, so things were a bit frustrating. And in the FA Trophy that year, we played a fourth-round match against a team called Arsley, a little team in Hertfordshire, not much more than a village team, and certainly on paper at quite a, a lower level than us. Uh, we drew at home. Uh, and uh, we played away and we got absolutely murdered away and they, they won and went through and we got knocked out. We were well beaten that day. Now in that first game, uh, I said to a friend of mine, that player that they've got there is better than anything we've got. And that was after about five minutes. And in the replay, I said it again because he completely destroyed us every time he got the ball. We couldn't deal with him. He ended up signing for Dagenham the next season. I was quite surprised because I thought he might have even gone... Higher. It was a bit of a jump for him, but uh, we managed to get him, uh, and he's a well-known player. Uh, so my question would be, which player did we sign from Arsley the season after that FA Trophy defeat? Question number 13, season 2004-2005. Uh, that season, we were just beginning to put a side together. Uh, the, it was a bit like out with the old guard, in with the new. Uh, John Steele was in charge getting some new players coming through, some young players. 
I suspect we didn't have quite so much uh, funding available after the good cup run money and things like that had uh, gone gone um, so we had I would say slightly weaker side but it was still quite a good side and we played away in the FA Cup to Hartlepool put on a, a great show uh, ended up losing 2-1 but it was a good show they scored a relatively late goal we had a shout for a penalty quite near the end which would have been quite nice but we went uh, out anyway we had a centre forward playing that day who who played very well he wasn't with us for very long but pretty much on the back of that um, that match he got a move quite soon after and he went to a not it wasn't Hartley Paul it was another northeastern team he went on loan because I think it was November time so perhaps he couldn't have signed transfer window or something he went on loan with a view to a signing in the new year so my question would be, who was that player? Question number 14, season 2005-2006. Uh, again, we still had a young side. We were uh, still find, trying to find gems and um, improve them and perhaps sell them on. Uh, the typical Dagenham way, especially under John Steele, and it's served us well over the years. Uh, we um, finished 10th in the league that year, so that wasn't a great season. It wasn't a bad season. So 2005-06, who was our top scorer with 15 goals? Question number 15, season 2006-2007. Now, that's uh, obviously a memorable year in the club's history. The young side that we'd been putting together and gradually making little additions uh, every now and again actually won the league, won the conference. That was... Uh, something I, I never thought I'd see, quite honestly, Dagnum getting in the league, especially after losing the playoff against Doncaster at Stoke. That was, I thought, going to be our best chance ever. And once that gone, I thought, well, that, we'll never get that chance again. I'm glad to say I was proved completely wrong. So in th season 2006-07, we won the league. Though it was quite tight with Oxford for most of the year, we actually won it in the end uh, with a little bit to spare after we got a draw at uh, their ground. That probably meant that we weren't going to be caught but statistically we could have been so my question would be question 15 in that conference winning season what was the actual game the actual game that clinched the title question number 16 see season 2007 2008 that was our first season as a football league team that was a, i wouldn't say it was a struggle but it was certainly a challenge uh, the team hadn't changed that much from the conference winning season so it was making a definite step up. We did uh, obviously manage to survive. Uh, we survived with a week or two to spare. Um, so it was a good season, I think, in, in, in essence. But my question would be in that one, uh, Lee Goodwin, how many appearances did he make that season? Question number 17, season 2008-2009. Our second season in the league and definite improvement a bit like how we won the conference we gradually sort of built up to it built the squad over a period of time not an instant fix so this was our second season in the league and we improved so much so that we had a very good chance of getting into the playoffs um, it all depended on the last game when we played Shrewsbury at home uh, and unfortunately it didn't go our way and we lost that game and they got in the playoffs instead of us but that so went down right to that very last game um, so that was a good game I remember it quite well uh, my question was going to be and you've got to get it to the nearest to the nearest hundred what was the crowd for that game playoff 
last game of the season, potential playoff uh, against Shrewsbury. Question number 18, season 2009-2010. Now, as I said on the previous question, uh, we'd been sort of building up to it after we got in the league. This was our third season, uh, and no one's going to forget that 2010 was the year we got to Wembley in the playoff final. Uh, we finished seventh, got into the playoffs, uh, played Morecambe, uh, got through and played Rotherham in the final and beat them and got promoted to League One. Now, one of the players that uh, came on at Wembley as a sub uh, didn't play that many games for us. Uh, he was a player that John signed from the... Uh, I forget the, where he signed him from, but he was um, a from the southwest, uh, and uh, he, he could play centre-half or centre-forward. He was a very honest uh, trier. Um, and he said he didn't play that many games, but he did come off in the playoff final at Wembley. So he had a chance here to make a name for himself. But my question actually is going to be, his sister is more famous than him. Why is that? Question number 19, season 2010-11. Um, again, uh, we, were back in, uh, we were back in League One this season. Uh, and we had quite a few good players, still finding them from uh, lesser clubs, building them up and selling them on. And this player uh, actually was one that we had signed uh, and he had secured a... Um, a very good move for himself, ended up back on loan. Um, I'd like to know who who that player is. Uh, I'm going to give you a bit of a clue here. He played for Orient, Mansfield, Bromley, Luton, Aldershot, Dover, Margate, Bishop Stortford, Cray and Faversham. So that's quite a good clue there. But who was that player I'm talking about there from 2010-11? Question 20, season 2011-12. Um, this was a season where we were beginning to show uh, signs of struggling just a little bit back into League Two. Uh, and um, it was beginning to be obvious that we were going to be struggling a little bit. Uh, and we tended to have quite a few loan players about this time using the John Stills extensive knowledge of uh, players that may or may not be available. And we signed two players from... Uh, West Ham on loan and it was just before we played uh, Millwall in the FA Cup uh, so we signed these two players uh, and my question would be what were their names? Question 21 season 2012-13 uh, it's not often Dagnum sign anybody from abroad we've had a few players who were born abroad um, have represented countries outside the United Kingdom, but it's not often we've literally signed. We have signed one or two, Roman Vanslow would be a good example. We have signed one or two from other countries. But in 2012-13, we had uh, a player on our books who was from Italy. Uh, we had him for quite a while, and he never ever seemed to play. I'm not quite sure why. I think I remember seeing him come on as a sub once. Uh, he didn't uh, distinguish himself from what I recall. But he was with us for longer than I would have expected someone who had no chance of making it to be. Uh, so the question is, who was that Italian? Question 22, season 2013-14. Uh, this was uh, the time when we had um, Wayne Burnett in charge. And 
he signed a player that had played for Arsenal as a young lad and played for a few, quite a few teams by the name of Rhys Murphy. Uh, the lower leagues, if you can find a goal scorer, you're, uh, then, then obviously they're very valuable. And Rhys was a natural goal scorer. He's still playing today. He's, he's played for Yeovil, he's Chelmsford, currently at South End. He's played for quite a few league teams. So he has been around the block a few times. But he generally has scored goals in most places and he scored quite a few for us. I was very disappointed when he left. If I remember rightly, he joined Oldham and it was on transfer deadline day and it didn't come up on the ticker tape till about 5 to 11 at night. Uh, so that was a deal done very late on the very last day. I think I've got that right. Uh, and his name was Rhys Murphy. And the question would be, from what club did we sign him or what had been his previous club? when we signed him. Question 23, season 2014-15. Now, when I started watching Dagnum, it was very rare for a Dagnum player to get an amateur international call-up. We had a few, Peter Green, Dennis Moore, and then when England Sea Internationals were uh, more in vogue in the like the 90s and further on, we had quite a few England Sea Internationals, non-league internationals, which was quite impressive. But over the last few years, um, we've had a surprising amount of uh, players who've been capped for their country. Uh, often, uh, not exclusively, but often caps for Caribbean countries. Uh, so in season 2014-15, we had two players who were registered with us that season, at, um, for some of the season or for part of the season, who represented Trinidad and Tobago. So, who were those two players? Question 24, season 2015-16. Uh, we were having quite a bad uh, trot at this time. This was to be our last uh, season in the Football League. I ended up getting relegated and we had a change of manager uh, that season. On the, the 21st of December 2015, uh, we relieved our manager uh, of command. And the question is... Who was that manager? Question 25, season 16, 17. John's still back in charge, and John, apart from being able to spot a player and uh, um, pull some gems out the, out the basket, uh, also has a habit of keeping players he knows around him, and he was looking to rebuild the squad. And um, as part of that uh, new order of the guard for our first season back in the National League, he re-signed two players from Boreham Wood, who he knew quite well. Who were those two players? Question 26, season 2017-18. Uh, back in the uh, conference for the second season, uh, we had quite a large squad uh, during that year. We're still looking to find the magic formula, I think, for getting it right. Uh, and it was going okay, but not too exceptional. Uh, we had quite a lot of players play for us that year, quite a large squad. Uh, this is a slightly different sort of question. We had three players play for us that year whose name, first name was Elliot. Who were they? Question 27, season 2018-19. Again, that season was a bit more of a struggle than uh, we might have expected. But um, one of the highlights of it was at Christmas. Uh, Christmas uh, in December, December 18, when we played uh, Orient at home in front of a quite big crowd uh, and we won 
Uh, anyone who's there will remember that game. It was a really good crowd, good atmosphere, as is always the case at Christmas. Uh, Orient were going quite well. I think they were probably top of the league at the time. And uh, we took it to them and we won. It was very exciting. Uh, the question is, who scored our winning goal? Question 28. Season 2019-20. Uh, now anyone will remember that season, I think it will never be forgotten because... Obviously, that was the season that was first affected by COVID. We had a new manager uh, in Daryl McMahon. He came in um, January uh, 2020 or might have been the end of December, but pretty much that time. Um, it was a curtailed season, uh, as we can all remember. Uh, and we weren't, weren't going too well because we uh, the reason we changed managers is we were we were quite struggling in the league, weren't we? we wanted to be where the owners expected us to be and they made the managerial change uh, so a curtailed season that hadn't been very successful uh, so the question is in that curtailed season who was our top goal scorer and how many did they get question 29 season 2021 that was the season that we'll remember uh, even if we didn't see it as such it was largely played behind closed doors uh, we actually had an FA Cup giant killing in that season um, I did watch it on the streaming, but it just wasn't the same as being there, obviously. Uh, but as I say, we did knock out a league side that year. Um, the question is, uh, who was that league side? Well, that's too easy, I think, isn't it? It's only last year. It was Grimsby. So slightly bit harder. Who got the winning goal? And the final question, question 30, the current season, 21-22. It's only halfway through yet, so... Perhaps I'll do it again at the end of the year and say who scored our winning goal in the playoff final at Wembley. But as I can't do that yet, I shall say who were our goal scorers in the first league game of the season. Yeah, that's an easy one to finish. So there you go. That's the 30 questions. Some of them are not too hard. Some of them a bit weird and obscure. But I hope it makes you think a bit. I'm going to put this on on the podcast. There will be another episode, as I said before, with some clues on it, and I will obviously give the answers. But uh, I hope you enjoy doing it, and I hope I haven't made too many mistakes. It was our first ever game against. Uh, they're a team based in Southend-ish. Question number two, Clue. Uh, the team that we smashed with the biggest ever away win are based in Surrey. Question number three, the name of the player sent off. I'm just trying to think of a, a, clue, a good clue that would point you in his direction and can't immediately think of one. Uh, so let's say, because it is quite obscure to some extent, it's just something that I remember with not very happily. His initials were TS. Question number four, who was our last ever game in the conference that season when we got relegated against? Uh, they're a team from the north uh, and they're based uh, in Manchester. Question number five, the name of the referee. who refereed our semi-final replay against Gloucester. He was quite well known. He's probably best well known for making a ridiculously bad error in a World Cup match. In fact, if you were to Google, and I haven't tried it, but I reckon if you Googled World Cup mistakes by referees, he'd definitely be there. Clue for question number six, who were our two goal scorers against Peterborough? Well, one of them was at the time our club record 
fee paid. I'm not even sure if he still is, but he certainly was then. And the second one there, he had previously been on, or he had been on loan for us before when we took him back and he went on to become one of our longest serving players and very versatile goal scorer, midfield. That should be enough to get those two there easy. The match where we went 1,000 minutes without conceding a league goal, that was achieved uh, at a team that... Uh, uh, hmm, I, what, what sort of clue can I give for this team? Um, I hate going there. I've never seen a good game there. They don't have many fans uh, and uh, they often have the wood over us. The name of the team who prevented us, question number eight, in achieving a perfect home record that season... Um, they the first ever game I saw at Wembley was an amateur cup final in 1968 and they played in that game they did very well to get there against one of our predecessors Leightonstone uh, so that's the team our subs against Charlton it's hard to give clues for that one of them was a goalkeeper whose uh, wife was an England table tennis international. One of them has already been an answer in this, uh, it went to a previous answer in this quiz. Uh, one of them was a full-back midfielder who'd played for quite a few teams in the league. He was quite a good player. One was a big centre-forward, had a good chance in that game. Uh, when it was 1-0, he might have put us 2-0 up. We didn't have that many chances in Charlton, but he certainly had one. Uh, and the other one was the left-sided Midfield player who was uh, associated with many of Gary Hill's teams. There you go, there's some clues. The clue for question number 10, uh, well, Tony Roberts scored. He was a goalkeeper. Uh, he wasn't the first goalkeeper to score, necessarily, but he was the first goalkeeper to score and, or in what way? Question number 11, the person who got the winning goal uh, for Doncaster that day. He was an annoying centre-forward at the best of times, just the sort of player you hate but you'd love to have in your side. And his name was Paul Barnes, and he's the father of... The player that we signed from Arlesley Town uh, was an exceptional player for us and went on to even greater things. Uh, blonde and double-barrelled name. Question number... 13, season 2004-5, the clue for that is we had a centre-forward, he played very well against Hartlepool, he got a move to, in fact, Darlington, up north, uh, he had played for other teams before us, but he was very well known playing for Perfleet. Question number 14, who was the top goal scorer? in season 2005-06 when we finished 10th in the league he wasn't the biggest centre forward he was pretty skillful he was all left foot and he had blonde hair and he scored 15 goals question 15 which game in the 2007 season did we clinch the conference title uh, we clinched it with a few games to spare if you remember we, we played Oxford away got a draw that probably knocked them out and we had other games. The game that actually clinched it was a home game. We won 2-1. Uh, Paul Benson, who else, scored the first goal. Uh, Dave Rainford got a penalty. Uh, the other team got one back. But who was the other team? Question 16. 
Uh, how many appearances did Lee Goodwin make in season 07-08? Uh, well, will it help you if I told you his last appearance was against Mansfield? Question 17, the clue for that one. Um, a bit hard to give a clue when I've asked you to guess the, um, <laughs> guess the number of the crowd. Um, we played Shrewsbury in the last league game of the season. It was winner-takes-all to get in the playoffs. Uh, we unfortunately went down 2-1. Uh, but of course the next year would be, would be different. So the question was, what was the crowd? Well, they brought a lot. Uh, and uh, it was a year before the... Um, SD stand was built, that end was packed, the home end was packed, the stand was packed, the sieve was packed. It was a good crowd. We'd love it now. Question 18 um, was about uh, Phil Walsh and his sister. Why was she famous? Or why is she famous or well-known? Often in the news. Uh, could it be her partner? Question 19, a clue. Uh, from season player from season 2010-11. Uh, I've read out a long list of clubs. Uh, one that I missed out, which was quite significant uh, both for us and for him, was Cardiff City. Uh, question 20, season 2011-12. Who were the two players we had on loan from West Ham? Now, uh, they didn't play many games for us, just a couple each, I suspect. Uh, it's quite hard to give a, a really helpful clue. Uh, one of them I know went on to play for Barnet and one played a lot in Ireland. It probably helped that he was Irish. The other one was Saudi Arabian. I doubt we've had many other Saudi Arabian players on our books, but we maybe we have. Perhaps someone can tell me if we have. Question 21. The name of the Italian uh, who didn't have exactly a stellar career with us, um, a good clue. I can't even think of a clue really. How about he's got the same Christian name as Viali? Question twenty. Uh, Reese Murphy. Who did we sign him from? Uh, well, they're a foreign team. They're from Holland. Question twenty-three, twenty-one. Sorry, twenty-three. I was right. Who were the two Trinidad and Tobago? Internationals were well, one uh, played for Dagenham for quite a while. Uh, he was loved and hated in possibly equal measure. Personally, he was loved by me. Excellent player. And the other one was a loan signing who barely featured that season. Loan from Huddersfield, I think. The name of the manager who lost his job. Clue for question number 24. He's currently very gainfully and well employed. At a Premier League team as their head of under 23s. Uh, the two players we signed from Boreham Wood one was a defender famous for near post headers, and one was a goal scoring coming from deep midfield. Question 26 Who were the three Elliots we had? Uh, well, one was a guy on an international. Uh, one was quite a short centre forward and one is one of the best players in his position in non-league football and still with us. Who was who scored the winner at the Christmas game against the Orient uh, three years ago, pretty much. That was an excellent game and the chap who got it was 
a very um, a good club man, I would think. He interacted with the fans very well uh, and kind of a couple of businesses outside of football, which I think he now devotes most of his time to. Question number 28 in the curtailed season. Uh, who was our top goal scorer? Well, that was a pretty dismal season, which... Uh, as you know, we had a change of manager and results weren't going our way. So we weren't exactly setting the goal-scoring charts on on fire. And uh, this person is uh, still with the club today and he's just a joy to watch. He's a very skillful player, absolutely silky touch. Love to watch him. Question 29, the clue. Who scored the winning goal against Grimsby in the FA Cup? He, again, he's still with us. Now, he's played for Daryl before in league football. No clues for question 30, who scored our goals in the first game of the season because it was a great result. And if you don't know the answer to that one, then frankly, you just don't deserve any clues, any Christmas pudding, any turkey, any presents. Good luck anyway. Well, here are the answers to the Christmas quiz. Uh, question one. Uh, the team first game we ever played was away to Great Wakering and we won 8-0. Question two, the big away win that we had that season, which at the time was a conference record, uh, it was Woking 1, the Daggers 8. Question three, who was the player who was sent off? Uh, not necessarily one of our better known players, but he's always stuck in my mind. It was a shambles, as I think I said, Tony Sorrell. Question four, the answer of our last conference game as a team that we still play to this day, still in the same league, Altrincham, we lost 3-1. Question five, the name of the referee who refereed uh, our semi-final replay at Slough against Gloucester was Graham Pohl, who did of course become a very well-known and often controversial referee in the Premier League and the World Cup referee that um, mistake that I made a mention of was he managed to book the same player three times and not send him off. Probably a cardinal sin for a referee. Question six, who scored our goals away at Peterborough? Uh, Paul Cobb and Danny Ship. Question seven, at what ground did we uh, get the record or reach a 1,000 minutes of not conceding a goal in the league game? That was Boreham Wood. Question eight, the only team that we didn't beat at home that season in the league was Chesham United. Question nine, who the name of the five subs who played, uh, who were selected to play against Charlton? It was Andy Lomas in goal, Paul Cobb, James Hampshire, Matt Jones and Rob Hayworth. Question 10. What record did Robbo set when he scored at Basingstoke? He was the first goalkeeper uh, ever to score in the FA Cup as an outfield player. Question 11. The player who scored against us was Harvey Barnes and his son, is the current Leicester City winger, Harvey Barnes. Question number 12. Uh, quite an easy one, I thought, but uh, the answer was Craig McHale-Smith. Question 13. The player that uh, transferred from us not long after that Hartlepool game was Tressor Kendall. Question 14. The player who top scored for us that season with 15 goals was Chrissy Moore. Question 15, the game that actually clinched the league title 
uh, it wasn't Gravesend, which was the last game when we got the trophy. It was Aldershot, 2-1. Question 16, the answer was Lee Goodwin made one appearance that season and the clue of Mansfield was because it was uh, the last game of the season uh, and Lee had been injured all season. Uh, I doubt if he was even fit to come on for that game, but he came on as a sub. So um, that gave him a chance to say he was actually been a league player. I think that was his only league appearance for us. He was a great club servant. Uh, he was determined to get fit enough to play in that game and he well deserved that accolade. Question 17, uh, the playoff, uh, potential playoff game against Shrewsbury. Uh, the crowd was 4,791. How we love that as a home average. Question 18, Phil Walsh's sister. She's well known because she's married to Kelsey Grammer, star of Frasier. Question 19, uh, the player was Solomon Taiwo. Question 20, uh, that was a hard one, I thought. Uh, the two players we had on loan from West Ham were Ahmed Abdullah and Owen Weiran. Question 21, the almost unknown Italian was Gianluca Greco. Question 22, Reese Murphy was signed from a club called Telstar. Question 23, the two players we had that season who were internationals for Trinidad and Tobago were Daniel Carr and Andre Bucard. Question 24, the manager who unfortunately lost their job that year was Wayne Burnett. Question 25, the players we signed from Borenwood were Scotty Doe and Luke Howe. Question 26, the three Elliots in our side were Elliot Bonds, Elliot Justin and Elliot Romaine. Question 27, who scored the winning goal against Orient on that uh, Boxing Day fixture? It was Ben Nunn. Question 28, the curtailed season, who was our top goal scorer? That was Angelo Belenta. Question 29, who scored the winner against Grimsby, or deciding goal against Grimsby in the FA Cup? That was Scotty Wilson. And question 30, the last one, uh, the goal scorers at Stockport on the opening league game of the season were Will Wright, Josh Walker and Matty Robinson. I hope you enjoyed that quiz and I hope uh, my clues were helpful and I hope the questions uh, weren't too bad. They're trying to be a mixture of everything. Uh, just a bit of fun, not quite the norm sort of questions. Hope you enjoyed anyway.